All right. All right. Melanated family, melanated family. It's that time again. How's everybody doing today? This is your brother Harrison. This is the Melanated Combo Podcast. And this is one of my favorite episodes, right? This is the, what is this? The, the third installment. This is the third installment with my brother, Chris Lodgson. Let's talk reparations, AKA where the hell my money at? You know what I mean? And, and, and I've, I've been really excited to continue talking to this brother about what's going on because the organizations he worked with, they're making an impact. I don't know if everybody's watching or not, but they're making an impact with, with in from like a political standpoint, I'm watching the revolt summit. The topic of reparations is on the table. People are being on code because man, look, we black. So we got a lot of different people inputting on what should happen. We got politicians. We got people who make money on YouTube. We got people who are teachers and educators, but being on code is how we're going to get that bag. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, a, I'm appreciating everything that I'm seeing from everybody. So on the show today, again, for the third time, my brother, Chris Lodgett from CJEC. How you doing today, brother? There you go. You repping it. There you go. I'm repping the brand. <laughs> I'm repping the brand. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. So I see you out here doing big things. And first, like I like I just told you, I got to congratulate you. The, the brother was on the Tammy Mack show yesterday oh. re representing and, and putting the word in for this reparations thing. So I salute you, man. I'm 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 Thank proud you, brother. of you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. And like I was saying to you, it's so many dope people that are part of this work, hundreds, if not thousands of people across the state of California that work with us at CJEC, the Coalition for Just and Equitable California. So many people from the coalition partners that we have, the American Redress Coalition in California, California Black Lineage Society, et cetera, et cetera, National Assembly of American Slavery Descendants, Los Angeles, the list goes on. And just regular black folks and everyday black folks, as we like to call ourselves, we just everyday black folks working for reparations and reparative justice for those who descend from US slavery right here in the state of California. Mm, definitely, definitely. Now, something I wanted to ask you, um, when yeah. talking about the CJEC, yep. was that organization established strictly to kind of help and give a perspective on the reparations? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, are, we are the only, from what we know, we're the only organization in the state who just does reparations. We were born for reparations. That's all we do. We do reparations work and we do stuff related to reparations, what we call reparative justice work. So mm -hmm. stuff related to reparations. But yeah, we're the only organization in the state born for reparations, specifically for those who descend from U.S. slavery mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. in, the, in the state of California. Yep. Definitely, definitely. And and also something I want to ask, like the, I'm, I know we have a long way to go and, and, and to get this money, like there's no there's no time for celebrating none of this. Right. But I'm sure it feels good, bro, to be a part of a movement that is is shaping history because as i read this is what i'm yes. learning right i know how important this has been and yeah. we've been talking about it but i'm learning as i read and the articles are telling me hey they ain't never got this far never never now, we've never been this close come on now we've never been this close i've been i've been saying that i think i'm i'm quoted in a few of the stories saying that we've never been this close to reparations and i want people listening right now to stop for a second and whether you're watching live whether you're watching the replay stop for a second and recognize and realize that we've never been this close to reparations as a people since the end of the Civil War. 
since the end of the Civil War, since the 40 acres and the mule. So for the last 100 plus, 50 plus years, we've not been this close to reparations. And people are going to be writing about and reading about and talking about what you did and what I did and what we did 25 years from now, 50 years from now, 75 years from now, 100 years from now, because California is closer than ever. The country is closer than ever. And I believe California will be the first state to actually do reparations. So you're absolutely right, bro. And I'm sure if we get it, that's going to reverberate to all the other states. Oof. Most of them, some of them, it'll happen, you know, and, and I'm yeah. so how do you feel about the naysayers? I know you're you're doing the work, though, right? Because oh yeah, do, doing what I do, I come across a lot of people who tell me affirmative action. I've had a couple <laughs> black people tell me affirmative action was reparations. Nope. Y'all don't need no reparations. No, nobody else got reparations. When I oh, talk to you about what me and you talked about, uh -huh. they give me the different clauses and why it was different. Mm -hmm. How do you approach those conversations with even some black people who think yeah. this isn't a possibility? Yeah. So, wow. It's funny you ask that because in the show with Tammy Mack, there was actually some conversation about that with two brothers who were saying similar things that we don't need reparations and that we don't. And one of them was saying, I don't even want the reparations. And I approach the conversation in a couple of different ways. It depends on who I'm talking to first. And I always realize that first, not everybody's going, going to agree on everything. So I, I have that understanding already. Not everybody's going to agree on, on everything. And when I come into the conversation like that, I understand what the expectations are. But I always try to deal with people where, where they are. And I always try to respect people's opinions to the to the degree that they are respectable. But mm. I always also try to say that some people can be persuaded. So some people can be moved from where they are to where we want them to be. Actually, the organization Pew Research just did a study and released the results on attitudes from Black folks and from a bunch of different folks on a bunch of different things, including reparations. They just released a study in August of this year, so about a month or so ago, month and a half ago, and they asked people their thoughts about reparations. And for the Black people that they asked, eight out of 10, seven, eight out of 10 Black folks said the descendants of those who enslaved in the United States should be repaid with land and money. So that's not, that's not, that's not bad. And most of the black folks, and this matches what we see when we go outside, when we go out into the community and talk to people about reparations, when, when we go educate about reparations, most of the black folks that we talk to, it's not everybody, but most of the black folks that we talk to say, yes, black folks who descend from U.S. slavery in this country should be repaid with money, land, etc. In that same Pew Research, though, they asked that same group of black folks, do you think reparations will happen in your lifetime? And Eight out of 10, almost seven, eight out of 10 said, no, I don't mm. think reparations will happen in my lifetime. So you got this two things going on. Most of the black people we we see and we talk to say, I do believe that the descendants of U.S. slavery in this country should be repaid with land or money, et cetera. That mm. matches what we see when we go outside. But we also have the other side where black folks are saying, I don't think it's likely. I don't think it can happen. And we see that as more of a challenge, giving black folks confidence that this, this is actually real, that, mm. that this can actually happen, that this is actually happening now. California is doing it now. 
California mm -hmm. is the first state to create a state reparations commission. There's never been a state to do this before. And so we do see people who, again, it's not everybody, not everybody, even some black folks say we don't deserve reparations and we don't need reparations, et cetera. It's a small group of those folks. Mm -hmm. For those folks, some of those folks can be moved. Some of them can't. When the researchers at Pew asked everybody, so not just, just black folks, do you think the descendants of U.S. slavery in this country should be re repaid? Man, almost 80%, 70, 80% said no. So we got mm. our work cut out for us. And again, some of those folks can be moved. Some of them can't. And see, and that's the thing, right? I think a part of the reason I think that it's moving forward, there is a unity piece that a lot of people on cold, but really words mean something, man. Everybody, oh, yeah. when you get to talking about it and bringing up the topic and creating these organizations to address it, there's people actually doing something. That's why I'm happy that you mentioned all the different organizations that's involved, because sometimes I be feeling like, like, it, of course, looking at the 60s civil rights movement, the 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 strides that were made, there were some strides made, right? We still yeah, have a sure. long way to go, but there were some strides made. For sure. The same thing back then, bro. There had to be certain black people that said, you know what? I don't like what's going on, and I'm going to do something about that's it. That's a fact. That's our, that's our history. And, you know, I want to say this, too. So as a people, we are powerful. We are powerful people. And even smaller groups of us can do amazing and powerful things. So that's true. But as I said in the introduction, and I was talking about the different groups that are in our coalition, CJEC, the Coalition for Just and Equitable California, there's multiple different groups inside of that. We are a grassroots California-based coalition of organizations, associations, and everyday Black folks. And this is the point that I want to make here too. A lot of our folks, most of our folks, ain't really connected to no organization at all. And part of our job as people doing this reparations work is to make sure that the people who ain't connected to no organization, who ain't interested in joining no organization, who just want the money, who just want the check, who just want the reparations, are able to get involved and help make it happen, whether or not they are part of any organization at all. So in that fight, in that work, I include people like you. I include people like everybody watching. I include people that's going to watch later. I, I include people who we haven't talked to yet, but we're going to talk to. I include everybody because you don't have to be a part of an organization to help make this happen. But know that you do have organizations like CJEC, like our partners that are dedicated. And again, we're born. We were born for this. That's all That's all we were born to do. We're the only organization in the state to be born for this. And again, that's all we do. We work on this and things related to this. Mm, and that's powerful right there because yes organizations are, are beautiful but i think that sometimes a lot of black folks be on the sideline not understanding that your input like getting involved in a particular way regardless of how that is that can be powerful for all of us regardless Absolutely. of how you want to do it that should be why i mean look me talking to my people about fatherhood about everything we go through i want everybody just to get a sense of love like get Start learning our history. Know how important the things that have happened to us is. Then you'll care about reparations. You'll Absolutely. Care. I know a lot of black folks who don't really even care to talk about the conversation. You know what I mean? And right. I'm like, damn, right. that means shit, you ain't been offended enough. Like you ain't right. mad enough. 
<laughs> right. And part of our well, well, well first, I want to I want to give you some flowers here, too, bro, because I appreciate you. I appreciate your work. I appreciate your channel. I appreciate your voice. I appreciate your expression. I wasn't BSing when I said I include people like you as part of this. You're not a member of CJEC, but you doing your part. You offering your platform up to give people information that they wouldn't get elsewhere. Mm -hmm. That's just as important as anything else anybody does. Just as important. And as I was saying, most of our people ain't connected to no organizations, ain't got the time to be connected to no organizations, and and just want to go about doing the stuff that they got to do for their regular life. And that's fine. But we do need our people to, one, know what's going on, Mm -hmm. know what's going on, and then also do something when you can. So whether that's going to a public hearing, when, when the Reparations Commission meets, we just came from the Reparations Commission hearings in Los Angeles just two weeks ago. Standing room only. Mm. They, they, they packed the place out. They had to break, they was bringing in more chairs. They, they ran out of chairs. People were standing them two days straight for eight mm. hours each each day. Pack, packed it out. That's beautiful. Just come be a part of the process. Be a part of history. Whether it's giving public comment at one of the reparations hearings. Whether it's Emailing the reparations task force about what you want as reparations, whether it's something as simple as saying to somebody, you know, hey, I heard there's a California reparations task force. Have you heard about that? I say this all the time. So if you go to our website, cjec-official.org on the front page, on the home page, you can add your email and you can get on our California reparations newsletter. It comes out once a month. We keep people updated all across the state with what's with what's going on. Every single newsletter starts with put reparations in your conversations today. That's something simple you can do, whether it's something like that or whether it's coming and working with CJEC, the Coalition for a Just and Equitable California. The power is in the people. When we get to the place this time next year, less than a year from now, we will have in our hands the first ever in U.S. history state reparations plan. So not just the why we need reparations report, which is out now. The California Reparations Task Force released its first report in June of this year. And that's all about why we need reparations. It's 13 chapters long. It's 500 pages long. I'm actually reading every single chapter by chapter on Twitter every single Monday at 7 p.m. at my at my timeline on Twitter, and also you can find it at CJEC on Twitter. Also, CJEC official on Twitter. Also, some of our partner friends at ETM Media Group on YouTube are doing live readings of each chapter on YouTube also. But that's the why we need reparations. Next year, we're going to have in our hands the first ever state reparations plan. The power to make that plan law, which is going to be our job at that point, and get the governor to sign it, get 21 state senators to vote for it, for the for the plan with the money in it and with the land in it and with all the other things in it and not paying no taxes in it and free school in it and free health care in it and reset my credit score to 800 in it all that stuff that I want in there it's going to be our job to get 21 senators to, to say yes to that 41 assembly members to say yes to that and one governor to sign that to do that it's going to take Yes, the organizations, but really it's going to take the people, most of whom ain't going to be a part of no organizations at all. 
that's dope and and like we talk yeah that's that's definitely necessary bro now i was i was just thinking about something that plan you mentioned to me that needs to be done next year now i was reading the article that there was a bill introduced that was going to extend the the time you guys got from next year to another year as well as create a clause that allows them to switch some of the members i'm like okay come on uh, uh, we're not doing none of that I'm we ain't like, doing none of that <laughs> we ain't doing that we ain't doing that we ain't doing that the task yeah. force the reparations commission task force so you're, you're talking about for those who want to look look it up there was a bill called ab2296 so if you google ab2296 2022 or california 2022 you will see a bill that was vetoed by the governor last week. The, the, the governor said, we're not doing that either. Y'all don't need no more time. Y'all don't want no, no, more, no more time. But there was a bill that called AB2296 that would have, just as you said, delayed the end date of the California Reparations Task Force by one year. So instead of July 2023, when the task force is supposed to end, it would delay it to July, to July of 2024 and it would have let task force members be removed what they call at pleasure meaning at will y'all know how we got employment at will meaning you could be fired for no damn reason at all that was in there that bill was a bad bill and our organization cjec coalition for just and equitable california we rallied against that bill i want to shout out everybody who called the governor tweeted the governor's office sent emails to the governor's office, left comments on social media, whatever you did to help make the governor veto that bill, make the governor listen to the people. The people said, no, we don't want that. Not only the people said no, the original author of the reparations bill in California, the first one called AB3121, the bill that created this California reparations task force, the author of that bill, now Secretary of State, Dr. Shirley Weber, who's the secretary of state right, right now, she didn't want that either. She didn't want that. So she was also supporting the veto. And by the way, a, a veto means that it is not happening, meaning it's canceled, meaning it's, it's not going not gonna to happen. It, it doesn't become law. Hmm. The original author was against it. The people were against it. And let me add one more thing or two more things here quickly. The California Reparations Task Force itself never asked for the bill. The task force itself never asked for more time. As a matter of fact, task force members didn't even know that there was a plan to give them more time. They were finding out from us, literally. They were finding out from us. We were sitting in meetings with task force members one-on-one, -on -one, and we were saying, hey, did you see this bill that's going to make you work for another year? and maybe get you re removed for no reason at all. They said, what? I didn't know this. They didn't even know. They didn't even know. So they didn't ask for it. They didn't know it was happening. And I'm going to keep it a stack with you. They don't need no more time. They are, well, first of all, we've been waiting too long to be delaying stuff. And we don't need no unnecessary, unasked for delays. But the task force itself is ahead of schedule. Meaning, just last week, two weeks ago in L.A., was the 10th public hearing. By law, the law that created the California Reparations Task Force, I will Google this, AB3121, 
says that the task force has to hold 10 public hearings in two years. They reached 10 public hearings in their first year almost, meaning they are ahead of schedule. They on track to do like 20 public hearings. Plus, they added 12 community listening sessions to get more public input, more public participation. There was more than 12. There was between 17 and 25. I, I counted about, about 25 community listening sessions. Our group did between seven, our, our group CJC did between seven and 10 just ourselves, just in the last six to eight months. So the reparations commission itself never asked for more time. They don't need no more time. The people didn't want more, more time. The secretary of state who wrote the reparations bill didn't want more time. And the governor said, you ain't getting no more, no more time. And this is so crazy, man, that, uh, that that's why I'm so proud of you, brothers and sisters, man. Because this is that this, this is how they come at us, bro. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, Chris, this how you know you're close. Yep. This oh yeah. You know <laughs> this how you know you're damn near. Yeah. Okay. We gotta we gotta we gotta slow this down. We gotta slow this down somehow. We gotta switch some people out and make it different. And nah, we not we not we not we not doing none of that. None, none of that. And shout out to the people once again. Shout out to the Secretary of State once again. Shout out to the governor. I got to give the governor his respect where respect is due mm. for listening to the people, for listening to his to his people too, his own Secretary of, of State. And also, I think, listening to his conscience and mm. listen to his own right and wrong. They mm. don't need more time. They don't want more time. And we don't really have no more time. Man, that's... I, I Anyone who shows themselves to be an ally... I respect that. And really, it's just the truth, because some people were saying, well, it wasn't a whole bunch of slaves in California or whatever. But I was reading some articles, bro, about it's not just the slave thing. Sometimes I was reading some articles about different cities in California, early 1900s, I think late 1800s. That was turned like the intimate domain thing happened. Oh, my goodness. Came in and took their land. Billions like, lady of dollars. Her, her grandpa had like 40 submakers. They and how they did them. How they did it was just, mm, it's, they it was really like dirty. stealing. They did us dirty and they still got the money and still got the land now. They, 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 they did us dirty. First of all, there was slavery in California. As you just said, there were thousands of slaves in, in California before there was a California or a state called California in the territories that became California. And after California came into the United States in the like the 1850s, late 1840s, et cetera. So there was slavery in California before there was a California and after there was a California. There was even slavery going on after Lincoln so-called freed us. There was still slavery going on here. People wasn't like, all right, it's over. Nah, people said, I'm I'm keeping mine. Hmm. So there was slavery here for, for a long time. That's the first thing, but you're absolutely right. The California Reparations Task Force is by law required to create reparations plans and remedies for slavery and the afterlife or legacy of slavery and the impact of that afterlife of legacy or legacy of slavery on the descendants of US slavery. Mm -hmm. So it is the eminent so it's the it's the unjust property takings and eminent domain. It's what they did to us in the education system, what they did to us in the criminal justice system, what they what they what they did to us 
in the housing system, what they did to our wealth, what they did to our families, what the, what they did to our political power, what they did to our uh, ability to create and control our own intellectual property and our own creative property, what they did to 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 to, to hurt us from being able to be in technology, what they continue to do today, today to us as well. All of this, by the way, is in the report that the Reparations Commission put out in January, excuse me, in June of this year. If you want to find that report, you can go to our website, CJEC-official, click the reparations tab, and then look for that bit.ly link right on the, on the top of the page. Or you can go to www.oag.ca.gov forward slash AB3121 and just click the re reports button and you can see the report yourself. You can read it yourself or you can listen, listen to us read it to you on YouTube at ETM Media Group on YouTube and also on, on Twitter. You can find that at CJEC official on Twitter. That man... Damn, this is this is a beautiful thing, bro. And everybody listening, listen, I'm a part of me getting to where I'm at and just wanting to have a podcast and talk to people. I like threw myself into our history to write articles, to something about it. Like it just helped me with my kids. It just helped me as a black man. Like people, some people find Jesus, do it. Whatever make you a better person. Some people find Allah. I found our history, bro. I looked into our history and, and it it changed me. That's why I'm so keen on what I'm seeing in present time, because y'all don't get how this brother's organization, this movement, right? This blueprint. Hear me when I say this. This blueprint will be studied, family. This blueprint, they will reference it. And we, it's only 13, 14 percent of us, maybe more. They, You know how they do us. But we need yeah. to understand that this is all a part of the process if you was into all the civil rights struggles in the people because there was actual people who were dying and not sleeping and messing up their relationships <laughs> using all their free time yes and there were people that helped do that some of them yes. died some of them are still here but yeah. the point is man we need people on the front line family and i'm happy you mentioned regular people you don't have right. to, and sometimes your non-affiliation is your strength on the law. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what's scary. That's what's scary. When it's everyday people. Yep. When it's, when it's, when it's, because there's, there's more of everyday people than there is organizations. Yeah. There's, there's more people who are not in organizations than there are people in organizations. Mm -hmm. And when you can show that I'm, I'm regular, just like every, everybody else. And I care about this and I'm and I'm and I'm interested in this and I'm paying attention to this. And you you just said something that, that I thought was brilliant. The history. We in history right now, this we are making history right now. So the people that we we read about and some of the people that's not named that we that we know were a part of it, the people that you that you talked about, the unnamed heroes and sheroes, the people that don't that don't get talked about. That's us right now. Mm. Yo, it's we. It's it's our turn to be those people. It's our turn, and we are doing it. And and I'm I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of California. I'm proud of everybody who's a part of this. Whether whether you was a part of this from the beginning, whether you just learning about it right now, mm. I'm proud of you because this is how we actually do history. People, as I said, 
are going to be writing, reading, and talking about what we did 50, 100 years from now. Yep. That means we are the history right now. Yep. And this is all important, family, because you were mentioning how you don't have to be a part of an organization. You don't have to. And this is true. And this comes and this is black folks. Use critical thought and join whatever you like, but use critical thought, not tradition. You don't have to be a part of nobody's organization to love your people. I am part of an organization, Chris. It's called Black Empowerment Family. That's a fact. That's right. the organization I'm a part of. That's a Wherever you at, you want to go to church, you want to go where you, uh, where you want to go with fact. it. I'm going to follow you there as long fact. as you empower my people at the end yes. of the damn road. That's all it's about. That's why I'm going to dress like I dress. I'm not going to change how I look and where I come from and how I like to give no it up need. and what I like to do. No, no, no. But when it comes down to it, where the, where the meeting at? Where are we right. empowering the black folks? Right. Where are we revolting? Right. Because I'm, I'm ready for everything. See, I'm, look, the history showed me I love my family and I'm going to support them and, and, and set a legacy for them. But my people, I'm just so, it just so, listen to me, y'all. It just so happened I was born black. I didn't ask for that. That None of us asked for it. I know we got lucky. There's a responsibility, <laughs> though. There's a high level of a responsibility because you live somewhere where they doing you dirty in your face deliberately year after year in there in every facet, every people activity you pick economics, school, war, pick the people activity. They treating us dirty in that in that activity, whatever oh, that yeah. may be. You see what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. if, if you black and you walking around this country ignoring the injustices that we face, you're doing us a disservice. I'm not asking you to be Chris. I'm not asking you to be me. Pick be a you. way you want to do it. Right. What, what you do? You do art? You like sell flowers? What do you do? You're a teacher? You like there just you go. a good dad or a good mom? Teach your kids history. This ain't right. about em emulating nobody else. Like the leader is the movement. Family. Right. right. <laughs> you see, Chris? Right. Yo, that was brilliant, bro. Now, I, I couldn't have said it any better. I could not. I, I could not. I cannot. I cannot say that any better than you than you than you just said it. My bro, you absolutely right. This is the the power to do this is in the people. And I want to give people a sense of where we are right now. So as we said, the reparations commission is gonna release the reparations plan in July of 2023. They're holding more hearings between now and next July, more public hearings. And the next public hearing, by the way, is in Oakland on Wednesday, December 14th, and Thursday, December 15th in Oakland. It's going to be in-person and virtual, too. So stay tuned also for the specific location and the specific times. But save the dates, Wednesday, December 14th, and Thursday, December 15th in Oakland, California. If you're in the Bay Area, anywhere, I need you to show up. I need you to be there. Bay Area, wherever you at, around, in and around the Bay Area, East Bay, et cetera, et cetera. Be there. We need you there. Between now and next year, the Reparations Commission is holding public hearings and is creating with the public the reparations plan. Then that plan gets sent to and given to the state elected officials and state politicians for them to decide to actually put into law. We are going to have to, once we get that plan, we're going to have to motivate them, urge them to make the plan law. That means we're going to need an army of people. We're going to need an army of people. And that's why that's why we doing what we're doing right, right now, involving people 
in the process of creating the thing while it's being created. We don't want to wait until there's a plan to say, all right, y'all, here's your reparations plan. And whether or not you, you, you like it or not, this is what it is. And now help us make it. No, we want you to be involved in making the plan so that way you invested in it so much that you then work with us to actually get it into law. We need 21 senators, 21 out of 40 senators. We need 41 out of 80 assembly people to vote yes on the plan. And we need the governor to sign the plan. Next year, this time we will have the plan in hand and then we could see the finish line. Mm. We could see the finish line. And that will, as we were just saying, be history. California will then, when we're successful, be the first state to actually do reparations. We have a state reparations commission now. We made history with that. Now we're going to be the first state to actually do the reparations. And as you have said a couple of times here, and, and you're absolutely right also, other states are going to see and say, oh, if they could do it, we could do it. And more importantly, the federal government, the national government is going to see it and say, I think it's time for us to do it for the whole country in one shot. The whole country, those who descend from U.S. slavery living in this country, the whole country in one shot. And that's the ultimate goal. And I'm I'm hopeful. Like, I think it's going to happen. Like, it because as much as I read and get in, the, the disparities in income, in health care, all these are financial. This is. This was a blatant and still to this day, our community is still being attacked in all these different ways. We've shown if you leave us to our own faculties, leave us alone, let, let, let us figure it out on our own. We figured it out and then came to help you on the law. You see, so this ain't about people be telling me, oh, you don't deserve it. I'm like, like you said, you articulated that great. I'm gonna meet you where you are. I'm gonna understand you. You may have a different perspective because attacking my brothers who don't agree with me. That's not going to be beneficial either. But we just talking history here. And I'm and people told me, oh, you're not African. You're not. OK, man, come on now, man. Stop playing, family. Stop, Stop playing. playing. Who who you scared of? Stop playing I'm, with I'm, us. I be I be trying to encourage the scared Negroes, Chris. Like, come on, <laughs> come out of your chair, baby. Stop being because, look, yeah. we show in American society as black people, we show interest in things that we're interested in. Right. I don't mind that you like sports. I don't mind that you like love and hip hop. I don't mind that you like Gucci. I'm not that kind of judgmental black person. But right. <laughs> if you rock with all that, but you ain't got five minutes to hear what we got to say. I know. Rock with this, too. Rock with this, too. You're missing the balance. People think it's all or nothing sometimes. People think they got to be Malcolm or put on a Kofi or Mark. Look, you are you. Be you. Just love all of us. <laughs> right, and be you and be for your people at the same time. It's you can, very you possible, can, You bro. can do that. Be you and be for your people at the same time. You can do that. We, as a people, can do that. And really, that's the only way we're going to do this. You that's hear the me? only way we're actually... So we're not going to blow this opportunity. We are, we are not going to blow this opportunity. We're not going to mess this up. We're too close to mess it. The ancestors ain't going to let it happen. The people mm. living right now ain't gonna let it happen. Come on now, come on. How now. it happens is people watching right now, mm -hmm. people watching the replay, people that's gonna watch later, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. One finding out and knowing about what's going on, 
paying attention and and making the effort to stay involved or stay oh aware of what's going on stay yeah. informed about what's what's going on as i said we have a california reparations newsletter if you go to our website cjec-official.org the home page put your email in there and we will send you a newsletter once a month with everything you need to know california reparations that's at a bare minimum what you could do stay informed bare minimum stay knowing what's going on and Thank then you. as you know what's going on you also know how you can participate how you can support how you can help but that is how we actually get to where we're going to get and look black people i'm i'm trying to appeal to all my people i know every i'm that's why i changed my show to the melanated combo because no i'm talking about everything you a rapper let's talk you a politician exactly. let's talk you a teacher let's talk all everybody has a role to play in this fight we just have to see it as that like we family i say family a lot on the show this is purposeful y'all like come we have to see each other as one this is gonna help everything because look there's a trickle down effect to loving your people if you start reading the newsletter getting the details understanding reference they reference somebody in history you look it up right you start getting interested then the the jealousy you may feel for another black man the looking at somebody doing better than you in the black community the not look all of that can be addressed what slowly but surely getting an understanding of what we've been through and it'll it'll empower you and really upset you you know and the country give us a bad rap when we we've never got upset and just went on the rass of hurting people like that's not african that's not black folks we don't do that but that you can channel that energy uh you can channel that energy whenever you see a problem whenever something continues to be a problem in your mind like this is a problem this is a problem this is a problem your brain is gonna start looking for a solution oh yeah oh yeah you what what it does and i want to add on to what you said it shows us what we got in common so those of us who descend from u.s slavery in this in this in this country 90 percent of the black people you're gonna meet going going across the country are descendants of u.s slavery most of us ain't doing as well as we want to do mm -hmm. we could do or we should do because of the history of how slavery was and how it affects us today. Mm -hmm. So if we talking to people about, yo, the government of California, the government of the United States owes us money. Right, let's make it plain. Somebody owes you money. How you feel about that? Do you want your money in everyday life? If somebody owes you money, you want your money back, right? Why mm -hmm. is it any, any different here? If somebody owes you money, you want your money back. And I don't care how long ago they borrowed the money or took the money, especially if they stole the money from you. I don't care how long ago it was. You want your money. And that's the kind of time we on. That's the kind of energy we, we got to be on. We want what was stolen from us. We want what was taken from us. We want to be able to do whatever we want to do for our families. We want to be able to do whatever we want to do for our communities. We want to be able to self-determine our lives. We want power in this country, the power that we are owed in this country for having built the biggest, most powerful country in the in the world and in California, the fifth largest economy on, on planet Earth. We want what's owed to us for that, and we're coming to get that. And that's what we're going to do. 
And until we get that, no rest, nothing. We're going to get that or we're going to do nothing else until we get that. There we go. There we go. And that level of determination got to be there, man. So black folks, we need to, you need to take this serious, man. You need to see this as, because look, I just did a show yesterday, Chris, about like kids in school getting, getting black kids in school, getting racist treatment and parents oh not goodness. really knowing what to do and all this, That's right? epidemic, man. Look, man, this is, but this is really all tied together. I'm trying to tell oh, yeah. people it's all tied together. Once you start on the love movement, you won't stop. See, Facts. you're gonna be you're gonna be protecting us behind our back, Facts. and that's really how it has to be. Because the reparations thing, what I'm seeing, like I said earlier, is we getting on cold. Look, if we black, right? Let's say we don't like each other for like a really good reason, right? <laughs> when it comes to all of us, when it comes to something for all of us, you got to put it to the side and be able to sit next to me for however long it takes to get this done, and we can go our separate ways. But they attacking oh, yeah. us. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's I'm I'm glad you talked about the education because that is a part of the the continued attacks that we've been under since the end of slavery. It's actually what you talked about yesterday on your podcast is actually a legacy or one of the afterlifes of slavery. Yes. So it's one of the ways that slavery and what happened during slavery continues to get us today. It's a reason they call it the playground, the prison pipeline. It's a it's a reason they call it that. It's a reason why our kids are attacked in schools, are attacked in the classroom, are attacked after school, are attacked by the teachers, by the school administrators, by the so-called school resource officers, which is just the police, by the police, by et cetera, et cetera. That's a it's a reason that they want us to be hurt in our minds and in our education it's a reason for that and that's because of the legacy of slavery and mm -hmm. be because of how they see us specifically those of us who descend from u.s slavery in this country and where they want to keep us and mm -hmm. part of what reparations can do and will do is actually fix that and more importantly <clears throat> give us the power to fix that so let's say as a part of reparations, the state says, yeah, we're going to give all y'all money. We're going to give all y'all wealth. And also, we're going to give you the power to create your own schools. We're going we're gonna to give you the power to homeschool your kids at no cost if you want to homeschool your kids. We're going to give you the power to change the schools that exist now so that they don't do damage to your kids imagine look at how we got it right now where we sending our kids to school and, and the school doing damage to our kids we tend to send our kids to a place that they supposed to learn they sometimes our kids are in the school longer than they are at home with us yeah six seven Just eight hours a day and they gotta be under attack did nah 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 so um, imagine and this is why i want people to start doing more of Imagining what we look like after reparations, what we can do after rep reparations. We can have the power to, to create our own schools in mass, to homeschool our kids if we choose to, mm -hmm. to make big, real changes to what the schools are doing to our kids now if we choose to send our kids to the public schools. Mm -hmm. 
etc etc and this ain't just for the let's say k through 12 it's also for the after college or college and after college it's also about what we get for going to school too i i said this on the show with tammy mack and i'm gonna say it here because i think it's worth re repeating by the way i think that's a great point that darlene is making shout out to darlene reparations delayed is reparations denied absolutely we don't need no delays on the reparations but i, I want to make this point about the education piece so this was true in 2016 this was true in 2019 it's probably true today too we only get this data and this information every three years it comes from the united states federal reserve banks and the federal reserve banks do a survey every three years of people's wealth of the people who live in the country's wealth and what they keep showing every three years that they show us this is that right now a household so there's a there's a house right now on average so on average households where the head of the household is white and is a high school dropout has more wealth than a household on average where the head of the household is black and has a college degree so think about that for a second. You got on average. So this ain't just one or two. On average, if I close my eyes and I and I and I throw a rock and I hit two families, one white, one black, on average, the black family is going to have a college degree and be less wealthy, have have less wealth than the white household where the head of the household is a high school dropout. So we got a problem. It ain't just about the education. We want to make sure that our, our children are treated right and treated how they deserve to be treated and with respect and dignity and love. We also got to make sure that we get the returns to education. We don't want our kids doing all this education work and going to all this school and going to all these colleges and then not getting the returns from it, being less mm -hmm. wealthy than people who never did none of that. Yep. That's not right. Yep. So, yep. I'm 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 glad you brought brought up the education and the, the the same thing is true for in for people who got jobs people who white people who are unemployed literally who are unemployed have more wealth than black folks who have full-time jobs white people with single parent households have more wealth than black families where both parents are in the household white families where the head of the household does not own a business has more wealth than black households where the where the head of the household is an entrepreneur is a business owner mm. that is a problem and that is directly because of slavery and what slavery is still doing to us now definitely definitely and you know sometimes you got to lay it out like that man and we keep talking about the history piece but like if you if you get information and you don't like what you heard this is how action is going to take place. Like you right. got to figure out where you stand. You you can be on the right side of history right now. You know what I mean? Like I said, take care of your family. Everybody need to take care of their family. Look out for their loved ones. But you black in America, man, it's it's a lot of us, and we need help. And in history, the regular people have helped. <laughs> it ain't really right. been a whole bunch of politics. It's been regular people saying, you know what? I don't like what I see, and they've been stepping in and risking and being and being willing to sacrifice. You know right. what I mean? I think a lot of black folks, man, is comfortable in this system with with like how they're treated in, in, in the handouts they get to a degree. So sometimes to say you love being black 
you have to acknowledge everything that's happened to us. And sometimes people ain't ready to do that for whatever reason. But this is why these dialogues are, are important. Absolutely. I see everything y'all doing and it's picking up momentum. And you mentioned earlier how some people you can change their mind and really they haven't really created a perspective one way or the other. Right. They hear something they know is true and they go with it. So, man, right. I, I, I always appreciate having you on the show, bro. So tell everybody, Thank where's you, the next listening show going to be or the next listening session going to be? Yeah, so we're working on some listening sessions right here in the city of Sacramento. So stay tuned. We're in conversations right now to do more listening sessions, reparations, listening sessions, reparations, information sessions right here in the city of Sacramento. So stay tuned. We should have dates for new listening sessions here in Sacramento within the next few weeks, maybe month or so. So stay tuned. Follow us at cjec-official.org. Get on that newsletter. We're going to make sure that people get all the information about where the reparations listening sessions are here in the city of Sacramento. We got family in the Bay Area, too, that are doing amazing work and also working to do new listening sessions also in the Los Angeles, Southern California re region, also in the San Bernardino County region, all across the state. We are continuing to do reparations listening sessions, reparations community meetings, Reparations town halls, reparations information sessions, reparations Q and A's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So stay tuned. Make sure you get on that newsletter. Stay tuned for what we got going on. And again, the next reparations public hearing from the reparations commission is Wednesday, December fourteenth, and Thursday, December fifteenth, in Oakland, California. So if you're in the Bay Area, we need you to be there. We need you to show up. LA was standing room only, like I said two days in a row we need the bay area to be the same way if not even more wednesday december 14th thursday december 15th stay tuned for the location stay tuned for the for the exact time but that's that's when it's it's gonna be after that in january the rate the state reparations commission is coming to san diego so they're gonna be down in san diego and in february the state reparations commission is coming to sacramento mm. coming here to sacramento Okay. Okay. So okay. I need Sacramento to be in in here strong in mm -hmm. February. So you got more than enough time to to get connected and get to the information and stay 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 tuned for the dates and the locations. But we got Oakland in December, San Diego in January, Sacramento in February, and so forth and so on. And right now it's a marathon to July of 2023. Mm, and I can tell and I can see all the hard work y'all doing, man. And we don't we, we don't have as many of these conversations we can oh, yeah. until we get our goddamn money. That's right. That's <laughs> and then we're gonna have some conversations after that about how we going. Listen, yep. see, take, once, once we get I'm the check, we're gonna be like, all right, now you're gonna take 10 percent of we're gonna combine it. We're yeah. gonna, we gonna build this whole new huge business, and then we're gonna hire a thousand of our people, and then we there we go. Come on, man. There we go. We're gonna yeah, we're we gonna we're gonna, gonna change this, we're yeah. gonna change this country. Facts. And we're going to change this whole country. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's the attitude that we got to keep, bro. So I salute you, man. What you doing? I admire all the work that y'all doing, brother. Y'all y'all changing the narrative of black society, whether people want to know it or, or people want to acknowledge it or not. So I salute you, bro. Keep on pushing. You, I know something like we talk about. It's a thankless job sometime. You know what I mean? When you're just working for the people. But I appreciate that, we got to do. Hey, this is what we got to do, bro. That's, that's a yeah. fact. We got to do it. And I, I, I really you, appreciate we that. Yep. Absolutely. 100% um, thank you again for the for the flowers. I want to give you your flowers, too. This is also a part of how we do it. 
we need black media. Listen, listen, we're not gonna be we're not gonna be able to do this without the black media. That's just that's just a fact. We're not gonna be able to do this without you, without people like you, mm-hmm. without other people who say, you know what, I wanna I wanna do some media and and tell my people about reparations. That they, the the black media will be a part of the army that gets us to reparations. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, there's gonna be all kind of people talking about why we shouldn't do this and shouldn't get mm-hmm. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't trying to hit none of that. We are gonna have our own voice. We are gonna have our own media, and that's gonna be strong as and it, and it's gonna be strong enough to get us to reparations. So again, I want to thank you. I want to appreciate you. Give you your flowers. Thank you for your platform. Thank you for opening space on your platform for me. Uh, let's do this as often as 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 possible. I think once a month or something like that is great. So let's mm-hmm. make sure we keep that going. And brother, I just appreciate you. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. So everybody, this has been another episode of the Melanated Convo Podcast. You got to care, man. You got to care. All this is important. Even if you're not in California, look, we wanted to be, I think, one of the top two, three biggest states in a, uh, uh, in this country. What, Probably one we, of, one of two, we yeah. move it. We move it. When California moves, so does the country, right? So you got, man, you got to care about this. And I know everybody got jobs, man. You got kids. You got a mama. You got all these problems. Do you know a lot of those problems? <laughs> <laughs> may have been started because of a long time happened. ago right right yeah you yeah. got a grandma with high fixed. blood pressure she eating right? she, she come on hey, they owe her money because she eat come on, they money. <laughs> Yo, go get your grandma money man stop playing man <laughs> she eat chitlin so they owe her money go go <laughs> go get her money for her all right come on man and then get the money for your kids too and get some for yourself too Get, come on, come on. And what you do with it is your business. I'm not on that hype. Well, you get your money, you're going to buy Jordan. So what? Do what you want to do with your money. Dude, Damn it, they they don't ask people. nobody else that. They didn't ask nah. the Jewish people that. They didn't ask the Japanese people. I, or whatever you... Listen, I know we're going to do amazing things. I have no doubt about it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, everybody, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Melanated Convo Podcast. This brother, man, is... is I'm happy we decided to do this regularly because something is something is happening here. Like y'all, y'all better pay attention. Something's in y'all. All y'all who said, man. All y'all who said, I ain't gonna get my money. I'm gonna call you. I normally be texting people. I'm gonna call you personally (laughs) and say, where we going with our money, huh? What's up? (laughs) Because we we got the bread now. You know what I mean? And we have to believe, man. We have to believe in black empowerment. And I'm gonna keep preaching that. Follow me on Instagram at Melanated Convo 100. The website is MelanatedConvo.com. The YouTube page is. The Melanated Convo. Keep following your boy. The the momentum, even for everything I'm doing, the momentum is picking up. I'm the universe is blessing me and just putting me in position. But I'm oh, realizing, yeah. Chris, is just it's the energy, man. It's the energy oh, I'm putting yeah. out of what I'm getting back. So we yes. all got to keep doing that. We got to be aware of what you're doing, what you're saying, who you're talking to, who you're not talking to. You right. see what I'm saying? How you think about yourself. Right. All this is important. So this has been another episode of the Melanated Convo podcast. Chris Lodgson from CJEC in the house with your brother. We out.